0: Let me introduce you. Let me introduce you.
1: Yes, let me introduce you. Let
2: me introduce you. All right, everybody. Welcome to Let Me Introduce You. We have a new theme for you guys today. So... For those of us who are joining for the first time, we are a podcast where three best friends who met in film school almost 20 years ago introduce each other to movies that at least one of us has not seen before. So we will talk about the movie, we'll break it down, we'll talk about why we chose it, all that sorts of good, lovely stuff. And so I am joined by my two amazing, amazing co-hosts. I have Graham. Hello. Hello. And I also have Ashley.
1: Hey, y'all. Ashley, what are you drinking? It looks like sludge.
0: It's not sludge. Um, <laughs> I will introduce it in a future episode, but it's okay.
1: tea. Okay. It looked chunky. It looked chunky
0: for a second. It is oh, not chunky. No. It is very <laughs> clear. It's Weirdo. not clear. It's milky. Anyway. <laughs> I mean, that's what I mean. I mix up clear and smooth. <laughs> Guys, my oh, pandemic Okay.
1: Brainer. You hair clear and smooth that have no relation
0: to each other. They don't, all. but my pandemic brain is awful <laughs> so I love this clear peanut butter. <laughs> Yum.
2: <laughs> my skin is so clear. <laughs> all right, anyway. My so skin is so peanut butter. <laughs> we're starting a very, very special new theme where we will have our siblings on. So Yay. you've heard us talk about them. You've heard us complain about them. You've heard us provide commentary mm-hmm. about how they shaped our lives. And so today, I am very honored that he was able to take time out of his baby schedule to join us. I have my brother, Zachary. Zachary, welcome to... Hi, T- guys. T- Hi. I'm clapping for myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah.
1: Zach, would you, Zach, would you say your
3: baby is a genius? He is a genius, <laughs> and he's also the most amazing, beautiful baby in the world.
2: <laughs> no, That's thank, true. That's thank true. you
3: guys for having me. It's an honor. I feel very, uh, you know, very lucky to be on this show. Thank you.
2: You sh- you should thank you. Don't don't screw it up. That is such a sibling <laughs> comment. Such
3: an
1: older sibling a, thing yeah. to say. Because Katie, you are the you are Walking the oldest, along. right? Yes. Yeah. So,
2: uh, Zachary and I come from a family of six kids. In this economy. <laughs> I know. No, in '90s economy. '90s economy. Not the oldest. I have I have one step brother who is two months older than me, but I technically say I'm older because I was in a higher grade than him. So (laughs) suck it. And then Zachary falls in the middle. So we are we're but we're like a year and a half apart.
3: Mm. Yes. Very close. But we share much of the same, I think, love for movies. You know, music even. Well, well, maybe not as much music, Eh. but yeah, but definitely movies. And I I, I honestly think that's because, you know, what we were, what types of movies we were exposed to (laughs) because our dad, right? You'd have some old, old, old movies, but they were, you know, I'll never forget them. (laughs) So
2: In our first season, I introduced these two to a Laurel and Hardy short. They had never seen Laurel and Hardy before. That
3: was great.
1: Yeah. So Very yeah. So,
2: Zach and I, you know, I, we, we grew up watching a lot of, like, maybe movies that weren't meant for younger kids, I'd say. Like, the movie that we will be talking about today. So, uh, Zach has chosen 1993's action western and one of my all-time favorite movies, Tombstone. So, Zachary why did you pick tombstone
3: well before we get into the this i need to know who didn't oh, see it running the podcast who? now <laughs> oh,
0: I oh okay shame on Grand you because now. this
3: actually like, have you
2: seen it
0: i saw it in the 90s okay. and couldn't remember it but it came back as i was watching it
3: mm. Mm. yeah this this movie is one of my <laughs> favorites i mean I, I've seen so many movies and when Katie asked me, like, you know, what's one that I remember, you know, watching together, it was it was this one. And, and I think when we first saw it, it was I for some reason, I have this memory, we watched it like four times back to back. At the beach, like you're on vacation, and that was like the one thing we wanted to do was just not go onto the beach. We just wanted to watch the movie. Was that movie. the year we
2: were in the in the condo or were we in the beach house?
3: I can't. I think I, I can't remember. I just remember it being beautiful out and us not inside at all. <laughs> I mean, not outside I'm at sorry. all. Was this the beach or the shore? It was. was it shore? was the shore. It was the shore.
1: And yeah. Katie, what's that? What's 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 next to the beach? Um, can you remind it's, us? It's
0: like big and it's, it's big the and it's like the
2: blue. The ocean. No, no. What's, what's, it, uh, what's, what's it made up, up of? Salt.
1: Oh, <laughs> Katie, just say water.
0: Water.
2: <laughs> You'll have to see if Zachary says it that way too. I don't
0: even know. Yeah, water. water. I know. We were trying to bait you. Come I on. Know. Yeah, what We love your accents. Um,
3: but no, this this movie is is just one of my favorite movies. It's kind of one of those movies where I I mean I hadn't watched it again in a while, and when I was watching, I was like, wow, this actually feels a little bit slower to me than I remember. But like, you know, like when you watch an old time Western movie, it's really slow. Well, at least for me, <laughs> most of them are very slow, and this is like not like your typical Western, but it also is not factual none of it i mean i feel i i'm that's just, not true i'm saying i've got, b- I've got some, characters characters the names but i feel like they take liberties where you're like don't even think about it you know you don't even pay attention to you know that fact because don't look, it doesn't matter don't look,
0: this is okay. yeah i mean it's not a documentary so it's i came exactly? for the entertainment <laughs>
2: <laughs> there are lots of things that you wouldn't think were true that are, and and we can we can dive into that a little bit later. But Graham, oh. would you mind giving the uh. the box office for, right. for for Tombstone?
1: Well, yes, of course, always. So this was a Christmas release,
2: weird in yes. nineteen
1: ninety three, opening uh, Christmas Eve, opened with several other films, but it it pulled in six and a half million its first weekend. So like today dollars, maybe $14 million uh, for a Western. That seems pretty, pretty good because Westerns are usually do not perform well. It opened with grumpy old men. Oh my God. I love Another that movie. classic. Another <coughs> movie. good one. Minnesota. Another good one. Batman mask of the phantasm.
2: What? Oh, that's, that's animated. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, Oliver Stone's heaven and earth and Philadelphia with Tom Hanks. Ooh. And it ultimately finished the its run with fifty-six and a half million dollars on a budget Ooh. of twenty-five. For for something of this nature, it was a hit because you know nearly doubling its budget and I'm sure probably made a profit after marketing and all of that. So it did okay.
2: Yeah, I was I was reading that. So, Unforgiven Clint Eastwood's Unforgiven had come out in nineteen ninety two, and that the success of that film kind of spawned a f- a few more westerns that like people were like, oh, let's let's do more westerns.
1: This also beat Wyatt Earp in theaters, the Kevin hmm. Costner Lawrence Kasdan film, um, which was not a hit. It made like half of the amount that Tombstone did. It was also a three and a half hour movie, uh, so. That had two things going against it.
2: Well, if, uh, if the writer and first director, Kevin Jarry, had his way, this also would have been like a three or four hour movie.
0: Mm-hmm. i just like to know the beginning of uh, Kevin Costner's downfall. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so before we get into like the, the nitty grittiness of everything, uh, Zachary, you as our guest, there's there's one honor that the guests always have. And that means you get to give us the synopsis of the film. From what you told me, this might be more of an Ashley-style synopsis, which is totally
1: fine. Oh, no. It's totally fine. <laughs> and well, what does that what does that mean for our listeners?
3: <laughs> it's off the cuff. Yes. Improvised. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. I, I, I'll, I'll do my best. I'll do my best. So, you've got an all-star cast. I think, you know, there are... I wouldn't, I don't know, making the assumption, but this movie clearly projected careers for a lot of them, I think. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you've got Kurt Russell in the leading role, and you've got Sam Elliott, you've got Bill Paxton, which for some reason I always screw up with Bill Pullman. Don't know why, <laughs> but maybe a, I'm the, the only name. one.
0: No, It's a 90s thing. Yeah, yeah. it it's is. A a, thing.
3: It's a 90s thing. Bill Paxton, and, R.I.P. Yeah. I know. I know. I know. Um and Val Kilmer, who I think like stole this whole movie I mean it's my favorite character of the movie hands down and I think it's a pretty i think it's a pretty simple plot it's it takes place in Tombstone and it's supposed to be after the the main i think what you know of why it the character this is like later in life you know they're they're coming to settle down and, you know, make their money. I think it's, you know, like silver is the big thing now in the West. So, um, you know, they're coming to Tombstone to make their fortune and you have a very clear antagonist, the, the cowboy, which they open the film with the cowboy and the mention of the cowboys. You know, they wear the red sash and I think the first scene where you see them, they kill a bunch of innocent people. Like it's pretty intense at a Wedding, no less <laughs> And, you know, I, th- I think The way the story goes is You know, they get into Tombstone They start to get settled They're meeting people They're, you know, starting a business at a saloon And then this conflict with the cowboys happens And Bill, Paxt- <laughs> Bill Paxton gets killed by the cowboys And I think that really triggers Like the rest of this, you know, intense Revenge saga between the cowboys and Wyatt Earp, and, um, oh, I did—I didn't mention Sam Elliott also in here, which I always think of the Ram Man, you know, Dodge the Ram, the epic voice, or or like Big Lebowski, Sam Elliott, but
2: Graham hates the Big Lebowski.
3: Oh. I'm not a huge fan. On Thank you know, you I, think, <laughs> I, I, I I don't know. I think it's like a one and done. You watch it once, yep. and then you're done. But
2: that's wrong. But okay.
3: But I think uh, I mean I don't know what else I'm really missing. It's a it's a pretty simple story, right? It's pretty. Katie, I think you I think add you've covered it?
2: No, I think I think you got it. the The Erp family moves to Tombstone after a big a big mess and uh, violence ensues and and people get shot.
3: Yep. There you go. A lot of people <laughs> get shot. Not a lot, get shot. lot of people. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Zachary, very well done. Good synopsisizing. You, you got it all covered. Ashley, I know you had seen this movie a very, very long time ago, but what, what did you think upon this modern re- reviewing?
0: Upon this, upon this modern reviewing? Oh, I like mm. that. Ooh. Okay. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so I think like I've mentioned on this podcast before, my dad and I used to watch a lot of Westerns together, so like the one that stands out in my mind most is the outlaw Josie Wales Um, so I'm pretty sure we saw this either in the theaters or if not, we rented it, you know, remember when you could rent, um, VHS tapes. It would have yes. been one of those. What do you mean, remember? Of course we do. <laughs>
1: I'm,
0: just, I'm just trying to point out how it's a dead form of media. Oh. Um, like, even renting DVDs is rare. Exactly. You know what? I, I had remembered little parts of it when I started rewatching it, pen in hand, ready to go. I fucking loved this movie. It, it was so much fun because I was just expecting, like, 1990s western, like it's gonna be some shoot 'em up, it's gonna be some fun. There might be a little romance, right? And I just had it was it was a fucking delight to me. Like, yeah, Zach, I totally agree with you. Zal, Kil- Zal Kilmer, what? Val Kilmer. That's his twin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that is that is what Zach. Is that what you would be? You would be Zal Kilmer, and he would be Val Kilmer. I would
3: be. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, no. He totally fucking stole every single scene that he was in. He was amazing. I love Sam Elliott. Like if that guy isn't a cowboy, I don't know who is, you know, Kurt Russell. I was reminded of like the Kurt Russell-ness of his voice and how I realized like Kurt Russell is actually a really good actor. Like I'd kind of forgotten about that. And the only thing I'd seen him in recently were Christmas Chronicles. Which, of course. on Netflix, uh, i like, Ashley, yeah. he's good in those, okay? Oh, no, <laughs> I fucking loved those movies, right? But I just kind of... It sounds terrible. I kind of forgot about him as an actor, right? I was just too busy thinking about Goldie Hawn um, and all her amazing body of work. But, yeah, he was great. Bill Paxton, I just... I had so much fun watching this. I was so into it the whole time. And I just took it for what it was, right? Like, I'm not... I don't want it to try to be something else. I was like, it was a '90s western. It was going to be a blockbuster, and I fucking enjoyed it.
2: Oh, that's so great, Graham. What did what did you think?
0: What are the
1: three of you smoking? <laughs> oh no!
2: <laughs> <laughs> There's always one. Always one. I, I had a feeling. Okay. Look,
3: I
1: I thought this was an hour too long. I was, it was very so long. bored was for most of this movie. <laughs> I, would, I thought that. <laughs> No, just sorry, guys. <laughs> but I thought the beginning was great. I thought it did a lot of fun setup with the cowboys, um, and, and th- you know, I, I sensed like, ooh, this is gonna be really action filled. And mm mm There was so much of this that was not action filled <laughs> that I was like, get to the point. And I think the climax was like in the middle of the movie, and then it just kind of petered out at the end. It could yeah. have used a lot of help. Um, Editing, I will just say. It it just felt very, very long to me. And I thought Val was great, though. I thought all the uh, actors were great. I had to laugh at the end with the voiceover when they just said that Kurt Russell's (laughs) wife was dead. (laughs) (laughs) It it reminded me of The Simpsons when Poochie was written off the show that he, like, went off (laughs) You guys know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yes. Pucci went to the was abducted by aliens. I was like, his wife died, and he moved on. I was like, what?
3: <laughs> it's like that whole conflict, right, between the love yeah. interests, Like, didn't matter. They were just like, yeah. yep, he's happy. Yeah, yeah. They're,
1: yeah, what Dana
2: I, Delaney was so boring. What I enjoyed
1: movies. about it was uh, it, I thought the production design was great. I, I felt like this was a real place. I love seeing the 90s actors pop up in this. Billy Zane with that curly right. hair, like I did not know he was in it. Just Billy Zane with hair, any yeah, type of yeah. hair. I would have been like Billy Zane. It's like right. the
2: smoldering eyes like too, bef- and I'm like, yeah. Mm.
1: I mean, and I Thomas Hayden Church who, yes, he was like he was like dangerous and sexy. Um, and Josh Cor- John Corbett from Sex in the City, yes. yes. So yeah, uh, I thought Powers Booth was a really solid villain.
2: I have so much to say about Power so, Book, but, yes. but
1: overall, I was just like, "Oh, sorry, I was just not into this, and I was so disappointed because I thought that it was going to be totally in my wheelhouse." But what are you
0: talking about? Jason Priestley was in there uptight, and he was so upset I when was Billy Zane's character got so, killed. I was so tickled
1: when Jason Priestley popped up. I was like, "Oh, it's Brandon!"
0: You, know? <laughs> you had to have somebody from <laughs> yeah. 90210. Yeah, right.
1: right. It, and it just—he looks so out of place, but. The acting was great. I just think that it it was far too long. But we we've talked about this a lot on on the pod about how f- films these days are just so much more heavily edited and our attention spans are shot. So I guess going into this, like, how did this like knowing it's a huge move for you guys growing up? How like,
0: <laughs> like how did you get small to children in to be in such a long movie? Yeah. I don't
3: really know how it became like a, a such a thing, you know, but. It's one of those movies that you just... I never forget. I mean, I would... It's not in the same level, but, you know, like I saw Terminator when I was like 10 or something and I still remember it. But this movie is one of those movies that I saw and I just... It's it's like... Ashley, to your point, you just want to eat popcorn aggressively the whole time you're watching it like you know almost (laughs) in a yeah like you're mad (laughs) but like I I I would agree with Graham that like this time when I watched it it was a bit slower and I don't one thing I picked up on too is the soundtrack like the the audio you know the intense like I don't know even like know what instruments it is but whoever was doing the track behind it if you took that out it would be a really boring western like mm. the music made it intense you know and, and mm. like yeah I think that was a big piece of it
2: On that same point like cuz I had that same thought cuz as I'm watching this you know you've got like like Die Hard is was also a big movie for us growing up Die Hard all the Die Hards and like you know Terminator and stuff and it's it's they're all movies that like are made to feel more like action movies with the soundtrack. So I looked up, you know, the the film's music composer was Bruce Bout- Broughton? Broughton, Um who also was uncredited for "So I Married an Axe Murderer," Ooh. which was also a huge film for Ooh. us growing up.
0: Oh, it was a great movie. Oh, I love that movie.
2: I know I do too. Yeah. But yeah, I totally, Zachary, I totally agreed with you. Like, the as I'm watching this, the music, it felt very much, and this also could be because I just watched Die Hard 3, like, two days ago. Whatever the instruments are, whatever they do, it makes it feel larger than if you were to just do, like, a regular traditional Western soundtrack. Totally agree with you guys. When, when I watch it, I definitely was like, okay, this is, this is moving. <laughs> and, you know, of course, Val Kilmer, like, completely steals the show as Doc Holliday. I looked it up he was only nominated for one award none, and, and it was an mtv like music award or something mtv oh. movie award didn't even win rob that's all he was nominated for however because of his performance in this movie joel schumacher tapped him to play the next batman which again another batman for, batman forever was another huge movie that's zach when you talk about like watching movies at the shore instead of going outside. I remember watching that movie because we also had the soundtrack and we just com- like constantly oh, yeah. played it in the house around that time. Was that
0: the Batman where he had the nipples? Or was that, that, was, that George Clooney? No, Clinton? that's George Clooney. Okay. Robin.
3: This is yeah. the the seal one, you know, the soundtrack. This the Kiss, Kiss,
1: by oh, rose. Rose. Kiss by a rose. by right, a Oh, had that my, my karaoke song. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, that's one with like Riddler yeah. and Two-Face. I guess oh, because, yeah.
1: because, I mean, because Tombstone's an R-rated movie and... When I, I, and also I had two older sisters, so they were like... i mean mean—we'll get into this next week with my when my sister comes on, but like they kind of dictated what I watched. So we were had a lot of like PG, PG thirteen rated movies, like musicals and and you know female uh, female fronted films. So I guess like when you this you were what eight nine when this came out, so like oh an
3: R rated yeah. movie you guys were super obsessed with is just kind of <laughs> super interesting to me. <laughs> well, I think I mean it, you know. I think Katie, when we saw what Friday the Thirteenth, I think I was like six, Uh, and
2: we weren't supposed to watch it, but we watched it in the basement of our old house. Yeah, like in the house in Lafayette.
3: Really? Yeah. and I was really young, but yes. So yeah, I mean, surprising that our parents would be like, "Yeah, watch this, uh, you know, as much as you want," (laughs) but it's so funny.
2: Or it's more like, hey, we're going to watch this, so if you're yeah. here, that's fine.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: You know what? I appreciate that kind of parenting, right? <laughs> I saw Pretty Woman when I was, like, seven. And I was like, what is her job?
0: <laughs> <laughs> the oldest profession. She sells my dad, bags. My
1: mom,
3: my mom was like, don't worry about it, Graham. <laughs> it's just, like, she just, it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will yeah. say, like, the, the I don't know if it's a, th- a, a for the 90s or if this is, like, a trend that happened. You know, bet you know, between ninety two or ninety-six. I mean, I think of a lot of movies. This bat the Batman movie with Al Kilmer is another one, but the one liners are like dropped, I feel like, almost in every dialogue. And it almost for me, like makes fun of the Western, you know, because they some of these lines you're like, did he really just say that? And you're like, that's that's a great line, but also hilarious and totally unrealistic.
2: <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, but they make the movie for You me. commented about not realism. Apparently Doc Holliday, some of his most, the lines that you know best in this movie were real. He really said them. Those were, when he said, I'm your Huckleberry, apparently that was documented based on a 1920 book that someone wrote doing interviews at that time. It could have been a mention to like a pallbearer, but he really said that. He really said, you're Daisy if you, if you do. Like, that was a real line. His real line of I'll be damned at the end when he dies, that was also his apparently his, his last words wow. because he was barefoot and he always said he would die with his boots on. So yeah, I, I like I did like the one-liners a lot too.
0: Did I want to know? Did he actually say Frederick Fucking Chopin? Because I wrote that line down. That was amazing.
3: <laughs> oh,
2: that I don't know.
3: I, I, I like that line where he's like, you know, it's it's at the end and he's like, "You're no Daisy at all," or something like that, right after he when, killed, when, I,
2: he, when he shoots uh, Johnny Ringo.
3: Yeah, and and I I didn't even think of it until like this time I watched it. You know, pushing up daisies. It's I didn't even get the reference because I saw it when we were like. 10 years old <laughs> so
0: <laughs> I didn't get the reference until you just said it
3: <laughs> ah okay <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah well I mean like we can we've, we've mentioned the cast a whole bunch and I think it's it's super important to at least talk about it them one because it's freaking amazing like the whole cast in this movie is is incredible but they, a lot of them have connections to both each other and other movies that we grew up we've Talked about Val Kilmer a whole bunch, and, and uh, apparently his role was supposed to go to William Defoe, but the wow. distributor, Buena Vista, they refused to distribute this movie if William Defoe was cast because of William Defoe's role in The Last Temptation of Christ. So I was like, that's crazy. Like, if yeah. you imagine this role of William Defoe in it, like, no, thank you.
1: Wouldn't have been as nearly as sexy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: uh... Katie. If anyone can make consumption look sexy, it's. Baltimore. I was honestly
2: digging uh, Michael Bean, who who played Ringo, because he was. I was watching and I'm like, who is that? Who is that, that? guy? Was hot. Like, well, he was. Yes, he was also hot in Terminator. Yeah, I googled. I googled aliens.
1: him. I googled Michael Bean shirtless. After that, I was like, who is he? <laughs> of
0: course, he would.
2: But yeah, like Zach, I was watching and I was like, oh, you know, he was in Terminator and he was in Aliens. Also, Bill Paxton was in both of those movies, you know, which are all big movies for, for us growing up. And then the funniest thing, and Zach, you, you'll laugh at this. So the the love interest, Dana Delaney, the, the woman with the brown curly hair, Did you ca- do you know what other movie around this time she was in that you and I watched a crap ton of?
1: I'm worried. I, I, know, I know a movie around this time and I'm worried about what the answer is going to be. <laughs>
3: The the one Graham that you're that you're thinking of, I only watched like half of that, and not at okay. that time. <laughs> no, what, what is it? Oh, oh dark.
2: A- Exit to Eden.
3: Yeah, yeah was it Exit to Eden? That's not the one. That's no.
2: not the one. That's, I'm not talking the
3: one. About. <laughs> That's not the one. But I know Graham was. I was like, you watched Eden. that when you were kids.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it was in our house. I remember seeing it, and yeah, I'm like, oh, this it looks was. fun. And my mom's like, no, don't watch it. Wait, we
3: should. Well, watch what that. was it though, Katie? <laughs> what what was the other movie? House sitter. House sitter Oh my god House sitter Oh my god Yeah
2: She's the other Also again Another woman trying to steal A man's wife Or a a, a wife's husband Rather Whatever you get it But also
1: Kurt Starring Kurt Russell's Lady friend Goldie mm -hmm. Oh
3: yeah yeah. I forgot
2: about that Yeah I mean that was another one Where it was like We watched that all the time I don't remember I don't even think it was Because it was on TV I think it was because We had the Like the VHS Or the DVD Or something
3: you mentioned Michael... Michael Biehn? Um, Biehn? Biehn?
2: I'm not sure Bien, his last name.
3: But I actually forgot he was in Terminator. Like, a leading role in Terminator. Right? I mean, the first one, I think I've watched... Less than the second one. But... Same. But Aliens... I always think of him in Aliens as, like, you know, his role. Um, and also one of my, you know, favorite sci-fi movies. But... Yeah, he's he he. When I saw him in this, I was like, "Oh, I forgot you're in this." And then now I remember how awesome he was. You know, like he's just the, yeah. the smart villain essentially.
2: Graham and you kind of touched about uh, a bit on this too. Like you grew up with sisters, mm-hmm. so you watched a lot of musicals. You watched a lot of comedies. You you know, Zach. I'm thinking in our family, it was mostly boys, and then and then me. And even though I was I was you know. On the, on the older side of all of you, we still wound up watching a lot of, like, quote-unquote boy movies, you know? I was trying to think, I'm like, can you remember what else, like, because there was, there was some of the movies that I was thinking about when we were growing up, like, literally changed the way we talked in our family. Like, Wayne's World and Tommy <laughs> Boy, like, completely changed the way we all talked to each other.
3: Yeah, they well you you wind up quoting them a lot when you're a kid, right? Qu- quoting some of the the famous lines. But like Wayne's World, uh well to- Tommy Boy more than ever. God, that yeah. that's one yeah. where just it still sticks with me today.
2: I wonder if it ages okay, but yeah, that was one of the ones I we at all I doubt it. Probably
3: not. <laughs> yeah, mind. probably not. Probably not. <laughs> um but in terms of like action movies and things we did watch a lot of them, but I that's why Waterworld f- comes in that bucket of movies, right? Like for me, Terminator Two, Katie, we watched that a billion times, for, and yeah, that's a violent that movie. <laughs> we watched it so many times. We we did the blockbusters. We would always go. We we would go to the theater a lot with that size family. I don't know. We would always sit in the back against like yeah. the glass, you know, where the. Projector comes out so you don't get. When,
2: <laughs> when we saw Three Ninjas, we were sitting oh my on god. the seat oh my god. in the back yes. of the theater.
3: Yep, Rocky I remember Emily. <laughs> 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 oh. oh, like Glory. I watched Glory, oh. which is a serious oh my god. movie. Oh my god, that's a really good movie. <laughs> yeah, so, I so watched. Intense. I watched Glory when I was eleven. I think. I mean, it was, I was way too young for that one.
0: Someone's head literally explodes. Like,
3: like just for kicks? You just put it on for kicks?
0: Yeah. No, wow. I, I, remember, I actually
3: remember, I remember the day I watched it. I remember, maybe it was traumatic, but um, <laughs> I watched it with our other brother, Andrew. We watched it together because we were both homesick, and we watched it in the living room. And I just remember, like, sitting there and being like, what is this movie about? But like not, like I couldn't take my eyes away, (laughs) you know? Time Cop was another one that I watched, I think at the same time as Terminator 1, back to back. So there you go.
2: Yeah, and Zach, so this movie was written by Kevin Jari, who also wrote Glory.
3: (laughs) Did not know that.
1: Wow. Wow. Wasn't Kevin Jari the original director of this?
2: Yes. Okay. So uh, Kevin Jarry was the original director. He was also the writer for Rambo: First Blood, and all of the Mummy movies. Uh, well, all of the Mummy and Mummy Returns. I don't know how many there are actually. Not the Tom Cruise ones. But yes, Kevin was originally the director. He was just like super duper married to historical accuracy or historical accuracy and his script. So he hadn't done anything, really. He uh, Kurt Russell was like, we need to replace this dude. He doesn't know what he's doing. Ooh. And he <laughs> spoke to his friend, Sylvester Stallone, who was like, hey, uh, this director who I just worked with on Rambo, and I worked with him on uh, Cobra, He was. Uh, his name is George Cosmatos. So George Cosmatos came to direct years later. So both George and Kevin died on the younger side uh kevin died at 56 from heart failure and george died uh at 64 from lung cancer so after george's death kurt russell revealed that he and george had a had like an agreement where uh kurt russell basically directed this movie but he would not say that until after george passed away so george was kind of like there's like a guy to like look like the director and kind of be like a yes man but Kurt Russell did did most of the directing for this movie really which seems
0: weird like why Hmm. wouldn't they just let Kurt Russell direct or was that I don't know I mean that had to be a popular thing of like a lead also being the director like that's not an invention of the 90s
2: yeah I mean we got you know Charlton Heston here who is the you know modern day like head of doing that
1: Charlton Heston modern day of what
2: directing and directing his own stuff are you talking
1: about Clint Eastwood
2: I am talking about Clint Eastwood. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think, uh, Wait, Charlie but two old Austin white Austin men this? from Westerns.
0: No, Charlton Heston was in this. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, fuck them. They're interchangeable. I,
2: I, I, I kept interchangeable. It's just,
1: it's as just as an old I white think. Republican. That's all you need. Whatever, <laughs> old <laughs> white guy. I get it. You yeah, know,
0: they're all the oh. same.
3: I, I I will say, though, of the, the people that play the character Wyatt Earp, I mean, Graham, you mentioned the Kevin Costner movie, yeah. Which I couldn't even, I like couldn't even sit through. I couldn't even get more than like, you know. There's that one. There's the Brad Pitt version, right? Isn't there a Brad Pitt Wyatt Earp movie? Pretty sure He's, there is. He does. He did a Jesse James movie. Oh, Jesse James. Okay. Yeah. Oh,
2: he did. Yeah.
3: That one's amazing. <laughs> I've never, i never watched it. I watched. I think I watched like ten minutes of it. Yeah. But out of everyone. And like, for a Western movie to play Wired Herb, I I think always think of Kurt Russell. Like, I don't know why. It's the, it's the mustache. It's got to be. It's a great mustache.
2: All their mm, real hair, mm-hmm. by the way.
3: Really? I totally,
0: I
2: totally Everyone, believe had, that. Nobody had facial appliances in this hair. Everyone grew their own mustaches.
0: No facial merkins.
2: Mm-mm, not that I know of.
0: <laughs> facial. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: oh, so wait. So I'm going to refer to them as no. You guys, look, Katie, you'll get a kick out of this. So okay, I had this movie on. My wife, Katie, who her name is also Katie, for those of you who don't know, um, comes over. She's like, oh, I've never seen that. And I, I look, I turn around, look at her like, what? Who are you? And then she How says... How did I marry you? And then she says, that's an epic mustache. Like... And that was it. And walked away, and I'm like, you know You're yeah. totally right. You're totally
2: right. <laughs> <laughs> that I was your takeaway. I was waiting for you to say how much it looks like our dad's mustache. Because it,
3: it... Oh, no, 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 no. Not at all. Sam
2: Elliott's mustache in this movie looks like dad's mustache. Okay,
3: closer. Yeah. But, his, yeah. you know, his is more like a handlebar style.
2: Zach, would you or Graham ever grow a mustache that looks like that? Like, Graham, you're, you're closer on your way.
3: This,
1: this is all I will do. My current... Situation,
2: but could you? Is it possible to grow longer and? Yeah,
1: but maybe you should a girl. I have.
0: <laughs>
1: Brandon would love that.
0: Doesn't Brandon like not like this mustache? And you look really good with it. He likes I know, it. I know. I like he the likes it. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I like it. It looks. It's, yeah, it, you should because we're fitting. getting married. <laughs> Yeah. I always tell Bob, like, when he's, so Bob's thing for his facial hair is, like, he'll grow a beard, because I really like that, but then he's really into heavy metal, so he'll just shave his chin so he can be, like, lemmy. Oh, no!
2: Lenny. it's ruined.
0: Yeah. He does it a lot. And, I'm just... and it's his face, right? His body, his choice. Uh, but then when he shaves it down to a mustache, I'm like, oh, hey. Hello. How are you? <laughs> and he's like, that's all it takes, and I'm like, it only takes five things, and I've told you all of them repeatedly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he,
3: he shaves it, shaves the mustache. like, do you have the camera? Like, let's go. <laughs> like Actually can, like, it's can, tell a us, porn can you tell us mess, mustache. <laughs> can you tell us at least
1: one of the other things? <laughs> Yeah, we have an explicit rating,
0: so it's okay.
2: This is good. <laughs> Apologies, yes, I put the explicit rating on every episode.
0: <laughs> Apologies to my brother's kids who now listen to our podcast oh. quite regularly, but we'll just be vague about what this means. Yeah. What are the other ones? Uh, when he cuts his hair because he cuts his own hair. Mm-hmm. When he wears Talented. skinny jeans, like tight pants. Uh, and then I am still stuck. In the late '90s, early aughts, so whenever he wears uh, Davidoff's Cool Water, I'm just like, <laughs> "Oh my god, that is
1: so specific."
0: <laughs> it is. I just say it's that. just like it's something. It was very specific scent. Scent memory, guys. Scent is very. Uh, it's it's a very important thing.
2: Oh my god! All of those magazine ads with like the shirtless, like too clear. Yes, clear man.
0: very clear. Uh, I don't know what it is i don't I don't know why i'm I'm stuck in that time period. Um, but I'm just impressed yeah. they're still making it.
2: They I are. think oh, they had, are still making it. yeah, I was gonna say I think, I think he's had are. it since high school.
0: Uh, <laughs> good stuff have like, like, is it is it like a giant vat of it? like is it
2: <laughs> It's like a really
0: big bottle
3: <laughs> I feel like that's like so. our generation acts like.
0: Yes. Everyone
3: had that, right? Mm-hmm. But
1: like Yes,
0: absolutely. Yeah. And I would feel so
1: manly. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, I'm masculine <laughs> <laughs> I shop at Abercrombie.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you walk out of that store smelling like that. I mean, you know, you don't even need to spray it on. Sometimes,
1: oh my god. So y'all, sometimes when you watch movies like this that take place in in olden times, do you ever think about how bad it smells there?
0: Speaking of smelling,
1: like, especially it's hot, they're wearing wool. No, I
0: was going to say, that is one of the trivia pieces from IMDb is that they wanted it to be so accurate that they had them wear wool in the Arizona desert. And just, I was like, oh, Val Kilmer didn't have to fake the consumption and the sweating because he was just, they were drenched in it. And I think, I think he said something about that's like why he thought they were so irritable and were killing people all the time. (laughs) I mean, <laughs> makes sense.
2: I like so I'm not a huge western person. Like I, I you know, it's not like my first or second or third genre choice, but I do love Deadwood. And so rewatching this and you see Powers Booth and I'm like, "Yes! I love Deadwood so so much." And you know, when you think about like something gritty or disgusting or like smelly or what, just just watch Deadwood because it seems to to get that Across. Mm. So if you, you want to like, think it? Making more making about,
1: no, I just things. imagine just how bad people smell. I don't want to be around that.
0: This is why like smellovision has never really taken yeah. off, right? Even though sometimes I really wish it did exist.
1: Only for baking shows.
2: Yeah, only for oh, baking. Yeah.
1: And or when like, when, like when you. like specific actors go on screen, and I'm just like they
2: spray cool water out of <laughs> yeah, so the.
1: I'm like, Oscar Isaacs, what do you smell like?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.
1: <laughs> Fucking delight. Whew.
2: Okay, so, Zachary, you said that you and I have different film tastes. What would you say your film taste is?
3: Well, I I think some films. Some, some films were, like, you know, right there. But other movies, I'll ask you for a recommendation. I'll watch it, and I'll be like, what? On Earth, is this? And I can't. Like, I'm like this is the Excuse worst me, movie. Excuse me. I'm going to need ever. you to
2: be more specific if you're going okay. to criticize my okay. film taste okay. and recommendations.
0: That's how Graham oh. feels about Halloween three. ooh okay. Zach, do what you like this? that movie,
3: <sighs> Halloween three? Yeah. I, I I can't keep them all track. You know, track of. That's the which one,
2: one that's not with Michael Myers. It's the one where it's at, on Halloween with the three masks. Oh. And the guy's head gets turned into bugs. The kid's head turns into and bugs it's on stupid. Halloween. Stupid.
0: And it's, it's got the sweet stupid. jingle. Like, I don't think I've actually seen
3: all. Yeah, I don't think I've seen all of it. I've seen like the first one more than once, but um, it was the movie. It was the horror movie you just recommended. I, I've seen so many horror movies. I love watching horror movies, but um, it's it's funny. Like the more that I watch over the years, there like nothing scares you anymore, right? So when you find one that does scare well, sure. you, it, it's like. It sticks with you. And, like, The Conjuring, like, when I first saw The Conjuring, that one stuck Mm. with me, you know. Um,
2: You were the one who who recommended Paranormal Activity, and I liked that one a lot.
3: Yeah, Paranormal Activity, when I first saw that, scared the hell out of me. I also watched it, like, alone in a dark room. (laughs) So, you know, it set it up well. But what was the one that you just recommended? It was almost like an indie movie. It's got that Blair Witch style. It's, like, really awkward. Creep, creep, yes, yeah. Creep
2: is great. You're wrong.
3: <laughs> I
1: don't
2: know. Creep is fantastic. <laughs> it's really weird and awesome. And again, you're wrong. I, I
1: couldn't get it. let's shots
3: not fight. fired. Let's not fight. <laughs> no, siblings. <laughs> actually, fight. siblings can fight. Sibling fight. fight. <laughs> we can we
0: can pull we can each other's hair.
3: <laughs> but let's talk about the movies that we did really like. Well, actually, better yet. Try to think. I was when I watched this movie. I was trying to think of another western that I loved equally as much as this one. That that's hard, but um, the one that came to mind was um, Daniel Day Lewis, and I don't know if it's a real western. If you think of it like a western, and I'm like blanking on the name. Last of the Mohicans. No, that one's also really good. That's what I
2: thought you were gonna say.
3: Oh, there will be blood. Yes, that movie is one of another one of those epic movies where it just sticks with you. Like Mm -hmm. I can watch that movie over and over again because there's like so much in each of the scenes. But that was the one that came to mind.
0: It was it was Maverick, wasn't it? That was the other (laughs) one. Oh, Maverick! Yes, with his blue eyes, those beautiful baby blues on Mel Gibson. The only good thing about him.
3: Yeah. Oh God! Don't even get me on. Mel Gibson rant. I love no. like every Mel Gibson movie from our '90s childhood. <laughs> Zach, wh- so you have a child.
1: What when when your kid gets older? What movies are you excited
3: to introduce your child to?
1: Oh,
2: that's a good, such a good question.
3: Oh, that is a good question. That is tough. I think, I think definitely some of the funny movies that stick with me forever. Tommy Boy, we mentioned that. That one he's definitely going to watch. And he's going to love it.
2: (laughs) He does not have a choice.
3: He does not have a choice. But, like, from just, like, a dad, like, you know, me being a dad, what I'm going to want to share with him, stuff that my dad shared with me. Like, I have really good memories of those moments, you know, Um watching, like, violent movies together, you know, (laughs) that you're not supposed to watch. Yeah. Like, I'll just share this one memory. Like, when I saw Terminator, it was with my dad, the first Terminator. We watched Terminator and Time Cop and another movie, which I'm blanking on. But back to back, and we ate six Hershey bars, and it was just him and I. And, like, I only, I remember this so well that, like, you know, to tie it to that, to, to those movies when I think of them. So, like, with my son, I'll definitely, at some point, you know, when he's old enough, watch some of these movies, like Alien. I'll watch Die Hard with him. I'll watch, you know, pretty much any of the, of the violent movies that I loved when I was growing <laughs> up. <laughs> so.
2: Now, Zachary, speaking of violent movies you watch with Dad, would you watch, what, was it What Dreams May Come?,
3: Nope, that I'll never watch that Dad? movie. The again. Robin Williams movie? That movie's weird. No. Is that, that a violent movie, movie? No, but that movie is traumatic and don't watch it. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I remember how upset you were with that movie because Dad oh showed my. it to you and yeah, you were just was like, never Dad?
3: again. I don't even I don't remember Dad if it was Dad or where we saw it, but that movie is traumatic.
0: Yeah, yeah I can't yeah, watch we saw it. saw it with Dad. <laughs> so I will offer one piece of advice that we discovered with my brother's kids and my parents because my mom watches their kids a lot. I don't know how much your family is able to like help babysit and stuff, but um have a list of movies that you definitely don't want them to show because you want to be there because my mom was like, "Oh, we'll show you Princess Bride." And like that was such an important movie to us and then my brother's kids watched it without him for the first time. Oh. And it was just like, "Mom, Come up. But like movies aren't as important to her, but it's like that oh, was just Yeah. That one is so good. Like I just watched Clue with them the other day. Oh, and really they're not quite old enough. Yes. They're not quite old enough to get like all the jokes over, but like I really wanted to be there. So just have a list of things that are off limits for other people. Well, like I know I know
3: my wife loves uh Labyrinth and they watch that yes. like a ton. Also all the the like Muppet movies. You know, The Christmas oh, Carol, yes. all of those. So he's yes. definitely watching them. That's for sure.
2: But so, Zachary, I uh, meant to tell you, Gabe and I already have um, it scheduled on our calendars. We have a shared calendar, Gabe and I do, um, oh, oh, to watch Star okay. Wars. So, you know, if you want to be there, fine. If not...
3: Oh, if why did I there. not even think of that? Why did I not think of Star Wars, of all the movies? <laughs> I don't
2: know. God,
3: we're really Star putting you on the was spot. Big, uh, and, uh, one know. of the
2: other big ones in our family
3: Indiana Jones, another big one. That one. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: So, There's
2: definitely
0: going to be things that don't hold up, or things where you're like, oh, we thought that was acceptable back then. And it is <laughs> definitely. So just be prepared to have those conversations. Yeah, well, when we were
1: talking on the Candyman episode about. Monster Squad, and we, yeah. we, I think we were like, "Oh, I love that movie!" And then Brandon and I watched it a couple of years ago. And I was like, "Oh my god, the language and like the gay hate speech." <laughs> this <movie."> I mean, <laughs> Still watched it, yep. but I mean, 1987 product of its time. But it was
2: like, Ooh. <laughs> Zachary, would you let Gabe watch the same level of violent movies that we did? Because I, uh, so we had uh, my best friend growing up, Colleen. I'd known her. Zachary, you've known her basically your entire life. We um, love Colleen.
1: Yeah, but whenever she, you say best friend, I feel like that's an act of violence, like when we're on the call. <laughs>
0: Graham, best friend is a tier, not an exclusive relationship.
2: My other, my be- my home best friend. Your original, let's,
0: let's be honest, it's your original best friend. You have been best friends with Colleen since you were, what, five?
2: Four, yeah. See? Yeah. So she... uh, I can still be better about
0: it. (laughs) (laughs) So Matt, I met you 15 years later. She would be at our
2: house all the time. Like, she would come to the shore with us on vacations. Like, she she was hanging out with us all the time. I remember she wasn't allowed to watch A Fish Called Wanda because we were going to watch it as kids. And because it was rated R, Colleen was not allowed to watch it. I think she also got... So Karen showed our stepmom showed us Rocky Horror Picture Show for the first time Hmm. and uh Colleen got in trouble
0: oh how old were
2: you Colleen got in trouble not
1: Karen the adult because
2: she watched it already I don't remember we must have been like 10 or 11 or something oh
1: man that movie is when you're 10 or 11 it's like really what am I watching
3: well Well, I, I um I mean I'm gonna burn a bridge with Graham right now but I did not like that movie and I, I don't think
1: it's great. It's fine. I,
3: yeah, I I never gave it a second chance. I think I saw it Too Young, and maybe at the same time when Katie saw it, and I was <laughs> obviously younger. But yeah, I, I yeah, I was not into it. I think I walked out like of the living room like I'm done. <laughs> but.
0: Okay, so would Rocky Horror be considered camp? So like I'm I'm very bad at figuring out what stuff is camp. So like yeah. maybe you're just not into that. Which we found out on this podcast that there are a lot of things that are camp. that I'm like,
2: I don't get it. <laughs> I would say, I mean,
0: it's a it's a camp cult classic.
1: So um, I think so. Totally, yeah.
2: Zach, uh, but your wife uh, didn't see Star Wars until she was with you, right?
3: Yeah, I think I I think she well, she definitely didn't see all of them. Maybe she saw parts of the first one. But yeah, no, she had never seen it. There's a lot of movies that she never she didn't see, but well um the one that sticks out the most that we saw or I introduced her to was uh Reservoir Dogs. And she like did not wanna watch it up until like I finally pushed her to watch it and she's like, This movie's amazing. She's like this is totally <laughs> not what I expected, you know.
2: I think you and I have some weird cultural blind spots. Like, I had never seen... Shoot, what's the Christmas movie with Jimmy Stewart? I just like It's, a, it's wonderful a wonderful life. life.
3: Oh. Yeah. yeah. I had never seen the whole thing either.
0: I've seen parts, but... No,
2: I didn't see it until a couple of years ago when Nick was like, you've never seen this? It's my favorite Christmas movie. I was like, eh. <laughs> how yeah. did...
0: Wait, how did your wife react to Star Wars? Because they're... So, like, in the... What was it? In the mid-aughts, I got really into watching How I Met Your Mother, and they had a theory about there are certain movies that you watch either like before or after you're like 10 or like a young kid and it's going to hit you totally differently. So like, mm. how did it hit her as an adult and potentially placing it in like today's movie context? I think she was, um,
3: <laughs> I think she was bored. If I had to be honest, <laughs> she's not a big sci-fi movie person, oh. but she sits through them for me. But I think it's kind of like when you watch the sixth Marvel Avengers movie, you know, and it's three hours long. And I I think you just, you know, you go with it. But I don't think she was like in love, you know, in love with it. Um, But she did like the newer one with
0: Oscar Isaac. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's
3: handsome. Yeah. Oscar Isaac. (laughs) And then. (laughs) yeah Oscar Isaac well who's he um, smells great from
0: girls (laughs) the guy from girls
3: um, Adam Adam Driver Driver. yeah she loves Adam Driver so I think she enjoyed those ones better
0: you know what I used to not like Adam Driver and I'm starting to come around to him same same it's weird
1: like I don't want to have sex with him but I like his acting now I know some people are like ooh he is so sexy I go what
0: (laughs) I don't think he's so sexy but I think he he could be fun another director. yeah
3: there, someone was telling me the movie. There's a movie with him recently on. Uh, is it HBO? It's supposed to be really good, but where he's is a that the comedian. one with him and
0: Scarlett Johansson? Oh, okay.
3: Yeah, there's one where he's a comedian, and apparently it's really good. So I haven't watched it yet, though.
0: Apparently, he hates watching himself. So, don't bring any mirrors into your rump with Adam Driver. <laughs> um, we have not talked about this, and I really do want to talk about it because I texted this on on our chain. Speaking of sexiness, of the Tombstone characters. Oh, great question! Who would you pick? Yes. Who, great, who would question. you be with? <clears throat> okay. okay. Who would you have a fun romp with?
1: Okay. And it doesn't matter like if they're a bad person, right?
0: <laughs> oh no! It can be. <laughs> this isn't Even a better. reflection. Yeah. Even better. This is not a reflection on like it's not a moral oh. judgment. It's oh, like I... who would you enjoy you can the terms being? Of your relationship oh, I would ramp- let I would with. let
1: um, Michael Bean like take me. Like, he was so sexy in this movie. He I would was speak Latin, so, to you? I'd be like, yes, yay. I don't know. <laughs> <Pick> <laughs> yes them. in Latin. Yes in Latin, <laughs> see. Um, I don't know. I was really turned on by him in this. So so that is my choice, immediate. That's
2: a good one. He's That's one, the one cool. of the
1: seven characters
0: named Johnny in this movie, by the way. <laughs> it was a popular name at, at the time. At the t- in, in all Westerns. It was a popular name in the Western genre. Uh, Kid, are you still thinking about it?
2: I'm still thinking. Yeah, I'm between Michael Bean, Honestly,
0: I've already taken him.
2: Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, uh, I mean, if Val Kilmer wasn't sick,
0: no, I would still do it. I would still get with tuberculosis. Get, I would still get with Doc <laughs> with Holliday. The coughing, yeah. I okay. would still get with Doc. He was so intelligent, right, and just like so talented, but had That's this it. like devil may care attitude. It's like and but couldn't yes. speak Latin.
1: <laughs> he did yes, could. Oh, he was wait, the wait, other wait, half of wait, that, wait, of that wait, conversation. I know, I know.
0: <laughs> like, he plays the piano. He doesn't give a fuck. And yeah, then that, there's the that piano wounded... Yeah. yeah, then there's that wounded piece where, like, towards the end, where they were talking about something about, like friends or whatever, and Doc Holliday was like, he's my only friend. And I'm like, ugh, just so drawn in to, like, you're I so love hard when, to get to. I love when straight men are, like, really into friendships. Like, I love that. Like, legit. Actually, that's really sweet, <laughs> right? Know. Like, that's how he experienced love. But I just feel like, I feel like it would be a fun romp every single time.
2: So what I'm learning from this is any any single listeners out there, the way into our hearts is learn how to speak Latin.
1: And have tuberculosis,
2: apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I love <laughs> when you? You, you, you say complation. single listeners
0: and like all of us are in serious relationships.
2: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or not, whatever.
0: But you know what? If we do have listeners who are into the same thing, we would love to hook you up. <laughs> oh, yes.
2: Sure. Yeah, Zachary, you have to answer that. What about you?
0: Oh, I have to answer. Um, it would be Wyatt Earp's wife, right? With the the addiction to whatever it was.
2: The one who's super boring and terrible. Mm. Yeah. What was she oh, addicted God. to? Laudanum. Opium. Oh. Opium. I I, oh. Yeah.
3: I love that scene. It's like in the beginning when he when they're, like they had just gotten a tombstone. And they went to the show, with the you know the the play or whatever, and sh- she's like, "Stay with me," and he's like, "I've got to work," or you know, "I've got I've got to work," and. um. She starts walking away all pissy and, you know, she's just going to do her, her drugs and all. And he's like, he's like, you look beautiful tonight. And she's like, <laughs> like, yes,
0: she has thank this like, you.
3: yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, was like, I know I what? do.
3: Gosh. I'm like, you're the worst character. <laughs> but no, I would have to go with Val Kilmer. Sorry. I would. Yes. I would. You know, okay, did you I pick I think Val Kilmer.
2: I said either Val Kilmer okay. or Michael Bean, I can't okay. decide.
3: Val Kilmer, I, I will not watch that documentary about him. Maybe someday. I know. But because because I don't like thinking about him now, not for any reason, other than the fact that like the idea of that I uh, have a Val Kilmer is like epic. You know, like every role that he's been in is memorable to me. You know, even the bad ones, like the Saint movie. You know, I still remember it. (laughs) Island of Dr. Moreau. Anyway. Oh, oh, no. (laughs) That one is insane. (laughs) I actually actually saw that much later. I saw that, like, only a couple years ago for the first time. And I'm like, why have I not seen this? This is so weird. But, yeah. yeah, He's just too epic to in every movie. Top Gun, Batman. I mean, God, the list is long. Yeah. Mm
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't watched it yet either because I'm like, am I in the mood to be sad right yeah. now? I
0: don't think mm, so. Sad. Zach, do you have a mini let-me-introduce-you, anything that you really enjoy in life that you want to share with us? Or recommendations for our listeners who are also parents or caregivers? It could be any recommendation, right? Anything yeah, you want. anything. Yeah.
2: If you think of something, let me know because then Ashley and I have to do an intro. <laughs> I
3: could do it too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> It's a feature, and it, I found it, and it saved my life Ooh. for like the last six months. It's, a, it's not like a thing. So on your phone, you can do something called guided access. Does, do you guys know about this?
2: No. It, on it your locks iPhone? your
3: yeah. It locks your phone completely, and it will not go to sleep. You can touch it. You can squ- you can do whatever, but it will just play. It's for you know. I give the phone to to Gabe to mm-hmm. watch whatever, and he can like you know. Throw it in the air; it won't matter. It'll still play, but yeah, oh. try it out. And it is—it is, it is really—it's uh, a good, good thing to know for parents. Yeah,
0: though. it just locks them into like one app, right? Yeah, it. So lo- they can't it, like
2: buy stuff and mm-hmm. like send emails and make phone calls.
0: Yeah, buy things Thanks off Amazon. <laughs> yeah, awesome. that one is really good. We we use that in schools um, before kids were like one to one because we're like, no, we just want you to do this one thing. And then yeah. as a parent, you can enter a passcode to get out. So, yeah. as long as your kids aren't smart enough to figure that out,
3: <laughs> he watches. Don't make it all zeros. He's making yep. the connection.
0: <laughs> That's good. There's awesome. a lot of really good accessibility settings.
3: Oh yeah, and Perfect Bars. The perfect meal is a perfect bar. So go for that. If I had a plug wait, is anything, that like a
0: company?
2: Are they called Perfect Bars? They're
3: called Perfect Bars. You have to buy them. Oh. They're amazing. They're all is natural. it like what
2: is it?
0: Power bar style. Like wrapped, is it like a dessert
3: or it's like a you know a a meal? I don't know.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. But
3: they're they're uh, all natural, so like they have like peanut peanuts in it and stuff. But they're they taste amazing. So
0: check those out for the busy parent slash human on the go. Yeah,
2: awesome. Well, thank you, Zachary. And then uh, my last question is: Graham, Ashley, would you guys watch this movie again? I already Fuck. know what Graham's gonna say, no.
0: so it's fine. Fuck yes, just so I can watch <laughs> Val Kilmer again. Actually, I wanna find a supercut just of, of Val Kilmer.
2: I was gonna say, I'll supercut Michael Bean and I'll send that to Graham.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Michael Bean shirtless, circa 1993. <laughs> mm. in, in this character's garbs. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, well, Graham, would you mind giving us a preview? Of what what we should expect for next time.
1: Yeah. So in two weeks, my oldest sister, Stephanie, will be joining us to talk about one of the films that was on repeat more than True Beverly Hills in our home.
2: Oh, my God.
1: It's a teen comedy, romance, fantasy, musical?
0: All the things.
1: It's everything and more. It is, Teen Witch. Yes. Uh, you two have not Ooh. seen it, right? No, I've seen it.
2: I have not.
0: I've okay. seen it, and it was just when I was watching like horror comedies last night. It was yeah. served to me on Amazon, and I was yeah.
1: like, "Oh, I guess I have to wait." So, for it. <laughs> Ashley, I think you like that movie. I think you like the movie. Katie, I can't wait. <laughs> 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 I, this yes. could be another new adventures of Pippi Longstocking.
2: Oh God! <laughs> it could be. Oh no!
1: But uh, it's. I think we're in for uh, again. Usually, it's something totally, completely different going from Katie to me. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 a, it's a certainly a wild ride, and I'm really
3: excited to talk about it with y'all next week.
1: In oh, terms. that'll be so
2: fun. Yeah. Zachary, have you seen that movie?
3: I just looked it up. I had not seen this. This is it's who the Cuber
2: who... blind spot.
3: Yeah. Is that Kate? Alicia's? Who is that? Who's That's that actress? Robin Lively, Blake Lively's older oh. sister.
2: Whoa! Okay, don't oh, whoa. ruin because I know nothing. I Katie, love literally nothing about this. Movie. I
1: don't want you
3: to look up anything.
2: I won't. Oh, I'm yeah. not looking just up go anything. Just going fresh.
3: Yeah, it does. Yeah. It does have five stars on Amazon with.
2: Wow. F-
3: Three thousand ratings. I mean, so. I agree, but
2: <laughs> yeah. When you say it's going to be another Pippi, then I'm nervous. Now I'm nervous. It
1: might. I don't know. I just think oh, you need no. to go and. Go in being like, all right, this is another one of these Graham movies, so here we go. No, it's fine.
2: I love them. Is it? Is a comedy,
1: them.
3: Graham? It's a comedy.
1: It's a yes, yes, <laughs> yes. with a question It's 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 it's, it's, a it's a little bit of everything. It's, it's a, a little comedy. bit of
3: everything. Okay, because I'm gonna try and watch it tonight. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, all right, it's on HBO. Don't spoil it. It's anyway. on HBO. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's see how long you make it. <laughs>
1: I will. I want to <laughs> follow up.
2: How did you right. watch Tombstone? I oh. think
0: I rented it.
3: I,
1: rent I
2: it. rented it. Yeah.
3: yeah. Okay. Oh, there is, there is an extended director's cut for Tombstone, which I could not get my hands on. So that is my next... Next time I watch it, that's going to be the version. So I'm curious what's in it. We did not touch on, you know, extended clips, but...
2: That's true. I, re- I did a little research and they all sounded kind of boring. So I was like, I don't think you mm. need to add more to this movie. <laughs> but well anyway it's about wrapping it up so Zachary thank you so much yeah. for for hanging Yay. out with with these two humans that you haven't seen in a while anyway
3: yeah thank you awesome yeah. to see you guys it's been forever so
2: great to see
0: you
3: so good to see you
2: and listeners you know please please like subscribe listen you know follow us on all the on all the instagrams and the you can follow the defunct Twitter, and you know, at some point Ashley will be like, "I'm gonna start using it." I thought last
0: episode we said that someone else was gonna take it over, <laughs> since I have both memory issues and I'm the only one in graduate school. <laughs>
2: All right, I'll see what I can do. <laughs>
1: but you can follow us at Let Me Intro You Pod on Instagram. I respond and I You post. sure do.
2: <laughs> yeah, so follow us and yes, we will see you in two weeks. Thank you again and uh, goodbye. Goodbye, bye bye. 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 bye.
3: bye. Let Me Introduce You
1: is a podcast hosted by Graham Veth, Katie Kubert, and Ashley Crone. Music by Kevin McLeod. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 License. Make sure to follow the Let Me Introduce You podcast on Instagram at Let Me Intro You Pod and on Twitter at Let Me Intro You.